If I don't understand it, it can't be true. If I don't understand it, it cannot be true. My brothers and sisters, that's a variation of what is sometimes called the argument from ignorance. And it's a very bad way to try to make a point or win a debate with somebody because it is logically fallacious, it is logically erroneous. Let me illustrate that with a few examples. Imagine somebody making the following statements. I don't fully understand the theory of relativity, so the theory of relativity cannot be true. I don't fully understand all the formulas of calculus, so the formulas of calculus cannot be true. I don't understand how a rocket could carry enough fuel to take three men all the way to the moon and back. So Apollo 11 and all those other so-called moon missions, well, they were all hoaxes. They didn't happen. It was impossible. Thankfully, most people, even if they've never taken a formal course in logic, know that this is a faulty way to come to a conclusion. Just because I don't understand something doesn't mean that it isn't true. I might not understand Einstein's theory of relativity. I certainly don't understand all the details of it. But my inability to understand it does not make it false. The same is true of the formulas of calculus. I may not understand them. Although I once did. I did take calculus in high school, but that was a long time ago. A distant memory. But my inability to remember what those formulas signify does not mean that they're false. And so it is with the other example I gave about the rocket going to the moon. And so it is with the many other examples that we could all think of. So what's your point, Father Ray? Well, my point, very simply, is this. In almost every area of life, the argument from ignorance is not considered acceptable. And if somebody tries to use it by making statements like the ones I just quoted to you, that person would be immediately challenged and his mistake would be pointed out. Notice I said, in almost every area of life, this is the case. I said that for a reason. I said that because in our modern culture, the argument from ignorance is used all the time with public approval in at least one very important area of life, in matters of faith. I don't understand how one God could exist in three divine persons, so the dogma of the Blessed Trinity can't be true. I don't understand how God could become man and be born of a virgin, so the Incarnation cannot be true. I don't understand how a man could walk on water. So that story of Jesus walking on water in the Bible cannot be true. I don't understand how miracles could happen. So obviously all those miracles that are written about in the sacred scriptures never occurred. People, even highly educated people, say those kinds of things all the time. And they are regularly praised in academia, in the media, 
and in other places. They are called highly intelligent. They are called deeply insightful. When in point of fact, they are simply people who are using very bad logic. The argument from ignorance is used quite often by non-believers with respect to the Trinity and the Incarnation and miracles and a lot of our Catholic moral teachings. And to some extent, that's to be expected. After all, these are non-believers. These are people who do not have the gift of faith. Now, I'll tell you what the real tragedy is. The real tragedy is that when it comes to the Holy Eucharist, to the sacrament of the Lord's body and blood, this argument from ignorance is often used by people who claim to be Catholic. It's used by people who are baptized and confirmed who do not accept the Church's teaching on the Holy Eucharist. They say, I don't understand how ordinary bread and ordinary wine can suddenly change and become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ our Savior. That does not compute in my mind. So the Church's teaching on the Holy Eucharist cannot be true. Have you heard that kind of thing before? I certainly have. Of course, as sad as that is, it really shouldn't surprise us. Because 2,000 years ago, when Jesus Christ taught the crowds in John 6 about the Holy Eucharist, some of the Jews who heard him that day responded in the very same way by using the argument from ignorance. That's clear from today's Gospel. That text begins by Jesus saying, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever, and the bread I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. And how did many of his listeners respond? We heard that in the very next line of the passage. It reads as follows. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? That's the argument from ignorance, is it not? Because what were they actually saying to our Lord? They were saying to him, Jesus, we do not understand how you can possibly give us your flesh to eat and your blood to drink. That does not compute in our brains. So your teaching cannot possibly be true. If I don't understand it, it can't be true. The thing is, my brothers and sisters, when it comes to the Holy Eucharist, as with many other aspects of our faith, we will never have a complete understanding on this side of the grave. We can understand certain aspects of it, that's true. But to a great extent, it will always remain a mystery. For example, the Church, under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, describes the change that takes place at the consecration of the Mass with the word transubstantiation. You've probably heard that before. If you've read the Catechism, you've certainly seen it in print. Transubstantiation means, basically, that the substance or the inner reality of the bread changes at the consecration and becomes the body of Christ. And the substance of the wine changes and becomes the blood of Christ. However, the accidents or physical properties of both remain the same. 
But even though that description, that word, transubstantiation, helps us to understand how the Eucharist can still look like ordinary bread and wine after the consecration and yet be something else, it does not remove the mystery completely, does it? I share all this with you today in my homily for two reasons. Number one, to warn you about the argument from ignorance, so that it doesn't undermine your faith in the Eucharist or the Trinity or some other essential teaching of our Catholic faith. And secondly, I share it so that you can be aware of this fallacy in your conversations with other people, especially with people who would like to discredit or undermine your Catholic beliefs. If they try to use this argument to undermine your faith, you can challenge them, now that you know what it is, and you can point out their mistake. You can say to them, look, just because you don't understand something does not mean it's not true. When it comes to the Eucharist, incidentally, and I will close with this thought, there has been at least one notable unbeliever in history who never made the mistake of embracing the argument from ignorance. And he deserves to be mentioned today. His name was Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein, you know, I've read this in a number of places, was fascinated by the Catholic Church's teaching on the Blessed Sacrament. A lot of people don't know this. Einstein was intrigued with the idea of a substance that you can't see. That was his inquisitive mind as a scientist, I'm sure, manifesting itself. He was intrigued with the idea of a substance that has no shape or size or color. He once even asked the priest, Father Charles McTagg, to send him any books in German that McTagg could find for him on the Holy Eucharist, because he wanted to learn more about it. Albert Einstein was not a Catholic. He was not a Christian. And he did not understand the Church's teaching on the Holy Eucharist, at least not initially. But Albert Einstein never said, I don't understand it, so it can't be true. He was too smart to buy into that fallacy. His attitude was, no, I don't understand it. But it just might be true. So I'd better learn more about it. My prayer today at this Mass is that our attitude as Catholics will always be, no, I don't fully understand it either, and I never will here on this earth. But Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, said it. He said that the Eucharist was his body and blood. And so I believe it with all my heart.